Ah, Grand Moth Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Welcome. Not, no pressure, but try to throw in fanfiction here. Okay. No oh, pressure. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Welcome to Grand Moth Talking, delicately curated, long form discussion of the internationally beloved fan fiction theater, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley. Hello. Jake. Talking. And Jasmine Grand Moth. <laughs> is that your legal name now, Jasmine, comma, <laughs> Grand Moth? Yes, it is. I changed it. That's you great. You did say talking, Jasmine. I did say talking. Yeah. Well, that's because I this thought, is a very formal episode of the it, show. It is. I thought maybe we could try to be a little bit more professional since all our episodes have been bad this year. That's true. <laughs> that's a good we're, point. We're literally in a theater right now. <laughs> literally. A little decorum is needed. Right. Yes. Uh. Anyway. So here's the... Here's the deal, everyone. The deal. <laughs> everyone seems a little low on energy. That's the nah, deal. It's up. It's up. The energy's up. <laughs> so our deal is that we're going to get our energy up before we continue. <laughs> so everybody do a little lap around your chair. Oh, I was just going to do no. a little lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> I did, uh, it was, but it was a little one. Okay, just a little one. All right, I'm Just guessing no one did it. No. I did not. <laughs> I'm going to be so energetic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here's the backstory. On Discord all day, we've been reminiscing about old episodes, excited yes. to record a new one. How much we've better like, we were back then. How better we used to be. <laughs> when we could podcasting. record in person. And we're like, oh, man, this is making us excited to record an episode today. Probably and the most I, excited we've been all year. And then I get home, and I turn on my computer, and I plug in my microphone, and Jake and Jasmine are literally asleep. Yes. <laughs> A moth That's flew out accurate. of the speaker. Yes. So, sorry, listener, but it's hey, okay. I'm feeling energetic. I'm feeling I'm energetic. Feeling it's just sounding sleepy okay <laughs> feeling energetic sounding sleepy <laughs> uh so something we haven't done since uh december 2019 yo <laughs> yeah is record a fan fiction episode one uh, of people's favorite things and we even got and we're like, still a not comment. going to <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we haven't done it and we're not going to but we just wanted to bring everybody up to date on how long it's been <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wait that reminds me i haven't brought this up like the last couple times we recorded but we did get a new review wait what oh, well, let's do it real quick yeah 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 we got it after um hope's dawn came out oh dang let's hear it yeah, I think we actually have a do the reviews theme. Uh, probably. I think we do. Can't we'll wait see to if hear it. it gets found. <laughs> Riley, you're gonna like this one. Um, okay, this one is from uh, I don't know about this username. Corvid forty two. I don't uh. know if it's just 
right. an accident? Huh. Like predating COVID-19? Yeah, that's <laughs> not great. Yeah. But posted July 2nd, 2020. So it's only a month old, guys. Don't worry. Um, five stars. Ooh. Ooh. The full five. Five-fingered star discount. <laughs> I, I love doing know. the full five. Uh, five stars. The title is Hope's Dawn. Holy balls. The first <laughs> episode was amazing. Please Uh-oh. keep making this audio drama. I have to hear more of this story. Oh, no, Uh-oh. Riley. <laughs> well, where can I would we hear love... more of this self-contained thing? <laughs> I would love to do more of that, actually. The only problem is... <laughs> Spoilers for Hope's Dawn. Everyone died. (laughs) (laughs) So that does kind of throw a wrench in it. Um, However, however, I think the plan is to eventually do uh, a story that Jake writes in the same quality and level of performance and everything. And eventually, hopefully, a story I write. Yeah. The same way. So, And then eventually another story I write. Yeah, and then eventually Until I was thinking die. another one that I write, and then we <laughs> yeah. die. Until um, we die. No, I in in my next one, I'm already, like like I said, everyone dies in that one, except for a couple characters, but the couple characters who survive are like Kyle, Katarn, and I would like him to show up again, so he's probably going to show up in whatever I do, because he's really fun to write. But yeah. thank you so much for that review because yes, nice. that was super nice. I think that means that they. Uh, what did we used to do? I don't know what you're saying. Did, wasn't did we? We had a thing where somebody would get like half an episode dedicated. <laughs> oh, this oh, oh yes. Cut out that part where I forgot this. <laughs> Corvid forty two. <laughs> you yes. are famous. And you are getting an episode dedicated to you. Well, I won't tell you which one. Half of <laughs> Not this one. Yeah, half. It of is that. half. It is half an episode. Unfortunately, yeah. the last one was dedicated to. Oh, and we all know who it is. And so, we all know. And out of respect, I won't mention them. Right. Uh, but we don't want to dox them. We didn't give them a full episode. We don't want to dox them because we did that the last time. And they yeah. got mad and revised their rating to be a one star rating. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you get you're sharing an episode with an anonymous doxed person. <laughs> but next week you'll get the like second half of next week's episode. And right. then that'll like combine full episode dedication. Yep. It'll make sense. Do you think that that listener heard that episode because it like got posted on Reddit and was like, oh my God, that's so good. And then they went back and listened to any of our other episodes and, and were like, completely disappointed. This, <laughs> like, this isn't anything like that. Yeah. Hopefully they were not super disappointed. Maybe they are listening because they just love our personalities so much. Oh, well, literally, why else would you listen to any podcast? Well, true. I I was gonna say like that episode took a really long time. It did to make. Yes, and it was. I mean, and it was all Riley. An even longer time for us to read. <laughs> Thank you for saying it, so I yes. didn't have to. <laughs> no need to bring up the past. <laughs> We've all read it now. 
I mean, I read my lines. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I'm still not convinced you guys read the whole thing. I read it, I think. <laughs> I definitely read it, and I've definitely listened to it a couple times. I didn't even know if you've... I, yeah, I was going to say, I'm not even sure if you've listened to it. I did listen to it, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but, like, it took a long time because you wrote the whole thing yeah. and, like, reached out to all these different people to lend their voices to it. Right. And you did all the editing and stuff. So I think probably in the future it won't take quite as long because whoever's no. doing it yeah. should at least do everything except for the editing, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, the the doing it all was a little overwhelming. Um, but it just it's just a process. It just takes some takes some time, but that's okay. It's time that I enjoyed uh, it did help that I had six weeks of vacation due to coronavirus, so yeah. <laughs> that gave me a lot of time to work on it. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. that was a long time to talk about a review. Yes. Um. All right, you good? Corvid forty two. We talked about you. Leave us alone <laughs> now. <laughs> now steal your mom's phone and write another review. <laughs> and I, we can't stress this enough. If you've already submitted a review, steal someone's phone. Steal someone's write phone. Write another one. Subscribe yep. to it. Grandma's iPad. Yes. yes. <laughs> Hack your grandma's iPad. Yes. I mean, chances are your grandma is going to be calling you to ask for help with her iPad sometime soon. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. The way that you fix that problem is you click on the podcast <laughs> app. <laughs> She's like, the what? And he's like, just trust me on this. And just trust me. This fixes it. Really weird password you have to put in. Grandma talking. <laughs> five stars. Great you job. You have to go to the review section. Five stars. Great job. Can't wait to hear uh, part two of Hope's Dawn. Yes. And definitely request parts two. Of, parts two. Parts um, two. Speaking right. of fiction that was written by fans Ooh. of Star Wars. Oh. Yes. I'm not the host, but I just thought I would speak about that. Oh, that's right. You Jasmine's can, you can say it anyway. Speaking of things that are written by fans of, of science fiction movies. <laughs> yep. We have, that was better we have, than mine. <laughs> we have things to read that we're going to yeah. do that we haven't done for a year. Yes. Oh, man. It's been so long since we've had fan fiction theater. And it I has. think we need to kind of rev up for this a little bit because there's a lot of groundwork <laughs> to lay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I just was coughing up the ghost of a dead dog. Sorry, um, I was just revving up. And uh, I was revving down. My energy was a little too high, I think. came in a little hot on this episode. <laughs> yeah, your, de um, your energy has definitely been too high on this episode. Too high, famously. Um, so... I think we need to establish the ground rules for what fan yeah. fiction theater is. Right. Yes. First of all, I know what you're thinking if you're a new listener. You're just hoping maybe at some point this is going to turn into Hope's Dawn episode two. Um, <laughs> you're thinking, wait, they're just going to make fun of some fan fiction? No. Oops. Never. No. Never. That's -uh. not the point. We literally just told you that we write fan fiction. True. We love fan fiction. This is a celebration at times, is it a celebration of fan fiction that is not very good? At times. At times. Sometimes. It actually is most of the time not that. We usually find really good stuff. I'd say on the whole, we've read more really good stories oh, than yeah. bad stories. Last time, last time we did this, we read a story that you both gave the secret fourth and said it was like your favorite That's one. That's right. Oh, yeah. And it was so yeah. good. Was that the noir one? 
No, that one was good too. But we the last one we did was Luke and Wedge uh, in the hangar. Oh, after that yeah. was really good. Yeah, it was a good story. A really good story. The dialogue was great. So yeah, this is a positive place. If you say mm-hmm. some negative things, Safe that's space. your imagination. That's right. <laughs> Listen, um, it's also we have to make it entertaining. So occasionally oh, we'll throw a jab yes. in there. But you know, overall. Jab. We're enjoying Everybody, it, and we appreciate. I, we the have fan read fiction. my fan fiction on this <laughs> yeah, show. Okay, true. I can read other people's fan fiction. Dues have been paid. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, by Jasmine, not yeah, not anyone no, else. Just by, by Jasmine. The rest of us, because <laughs> no one else. I mean, really, you read your fan fiction, and you I did read Riley's. Mine, but, but ours we were didn't, written as adults. Yeah, that's the thing. We didn't write <laughs> ours when we were thirteen. So, um, now another thing we gotta establish. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, not a lot of times, sometimes things get a little hairy in there, and you're like, uh-oh, I just noticed a little something that I don't like. Maybe you just don't like the vibe of where the story is going, and you're like, uh-oh, is this that kind of story that Naboo we try to avoid? Naboo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, did, wait, why is this person leaving a cake out in the rain? <laughs> um... <laughs> um or sometimes there's just such an egregious error that you gotta remark upon it. Yep. I wish we, we had a way. America. I, I wish we had a way to like notify the audience of when we find yeah. something we don't enjoy in a story. I'm glad you said that because I don't think we've talked about this for the past like two years. But originally, <laughs> in one of the early episodes, we did establish a three strike rule using the yeah. sound effects from the Super Nintendo game Extra Innings. Yeah, something that everyone <laughs> knows by heart. That's right. Um, so sometimes we do that. I don't know if we'll do that today, but it is no. an option. So there's tension. At tension. some point, the story could be kicked off the show. Yep. Uh, today we have two stories prepared, one by me and one by Jake. Uh, we didn't write I, them, but we found We did them. not write them, but we found, we curated them delicately, you <laughs> might say. Uh, deli meat curated. Deli meat curated. <laughs> Highly hello. <laughs> uh, but no, we, we are going to read two stories. One's short and the other one's shorter. Um, and that's all I had to say, I guess. What was I saying? You were saying that we prepared two stories to read. Yeah. yeah. I was going somewhere with that, and now I forget. So, never mind. Well, yeah, people might be wondering if we review them, the rules no. will be explained, and we don't. No. And we don't. <laughs> if we do, it's something that I'll remember after we read the stories. <laughs> All right. Are we just, should we just do this? Let's do this. Let's do it. Um, right. Now, the title for this piece is Royal Origins mm. by Gidget. Mm. Gidget. Gidget. I like it. That's a great name. Now, Sounds like a Star Wars droid. The description. I yeah, think this is what they, worried me. They ran out of space or something. No, this is it, why I was worried. <laughs> okay, yeah. This is fair. <laughs> it's fair because it's supposed to be like a short description of what the story is but it says yeah. amidala fic comma conversation with obi-wan about her p just the letter yeah. p <laughs> just the letter then... p <laughs> so who knows I, that i mean i'll be honest that's what interested me because i Maybe. also saw that the rating who knows was what this is about it could be about her pet could be about her pet her, oh. pet. Be about 
her parakeet. Could be her about pet her parakeet. privates. Oh my <laughs> god. <Riley. laughs> Are you talking about the privates in the army? Yes. The Naboo. <laughs> Private <army>. partly. <laughs> um, oh boy. So Uh, now, this, uh, the setting, setting with two colons is way past TPM, think more ep2 slash 3, author's notes, vignette type speculation on Amidala and possibilities of force sensitivity as well as her origins. In parentheses, I know it's kind of sure I have length issues, I guess. Hopefully my next <laughs> one will be longer. And they're just no. teeing up for a certain kind of joke that we don't make on this show. No, we don't. We don't do that kind of comedy. No, no. But it reminded me of that pee from earlier. Just say that. So, poop. <laughs> Questions, Obi Wan, about her poop. Okay. Okay. Let's get into this. All right. <coughs> Hold on. Amidala is a queen. Okay, I need to <laughs> channel Obi Wan Kenobi. I've never tried to imitate Obi-Wan. Jake usually does Obi. But here we go. Obi? <laughs> Obi! <laughs> How did someone so young become a ruler? Questioned Obi-Wan into the silence. The queen did not break her gaze over the city. Naboo is a democracy. I was elected into office, she answered. I have served public office before, indeed. You were trained very early, then. Yes. It is somewhat like the Jedi tradition, as I understand it. Force-sensitive children are taken very young. She commented, finally looking at Obi-Wan. Is that why they hesitated to train Anakin? Simply because of his age? Obi-Wan nodded in response. Mm, if a child is taken to be trained for the ill... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> if a child is taken to be trained from the earliest stages of life, the child does not have a chance to form attachments to any place or person other than his fellow Jedi. She regarded Obi-Wan. It must be a little lonely. Only until you're taken as a Padawan. He replied. The relationship between Master and their apprentice is close. Is it? Is close, deep one. <laughs> <laughs> Qui-Gon was like a father to me, my closest companion. I have in turn become close to Anakin. Obi-Wan guided the conversation back to the original topic. Why were you selected to be trained? Amidala considered the question for a moment. I'm just going to pause and say that she considers and regards a lot of things. Well, you okay. gotta take your time and consider, and regard. It's true. It's true. It's a, it's a mark of someone who's very intelligent, is what I would say, and someone who has like good intuition. So I think that's uh, smart. I wouldn't know gotcha. anything about that. I never consider anything I say, so I don't relate to this character. But anyway, anyway, continue. I was said to be very intelligent with good intuition, although it might seem a little strange to be able to see that in a small child. She admitted, frowning a bit. I suppose I don't really know exactly why I was chosen. My parents were mere farmers, as I would have been had I not been chosen. 
Sorry, I was taking a little sippy. <laughs> Obi-Wan was silent, <laughs> pondering her words. Thoughtfully, he extended his mind toward her, seeing her presence in the forest, bright and strong. He brushed her scents gently. What? Testing her response, and she started looking at him strangely. I struggle to understand <laughs> okay. what happened there. Yep. I think we, we should just it. not dwell on it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just brushed her scents gently. Yeah. I love brushing scents gently. Uh, <laughs> out of curiosity, your majesty, was your midi-chlorian count ever taken? Of course. All children born under the Republic are tested. She replied, uncertain of his meaning. I don't know what mine was, but I suppose it was average. Obi-Wan reached into various pockets in his utility belt, snapping a few components together. When he held up the finished product, it was a small object. Sorry, I got a little choked up. Small <laughs> object with a need with a small needle. I'm gonna start this over. When he held up the finished product, it was a small object with a small needle and a projector. This is one of Anakin's earlier contraptions he made when he finally understood the concept of midichlorians. It's a portable midichlorian counter. The readers are rather rough, but it's proven to be accurate. Now, yes, my Obi-Wan is bad. Quit laughing at me. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not why I was laughing. I was laughing because they're all portable because Qui-Gon yeah, had a portable true. one. The, the only one razor. we've ever seen was portable. <laughs> and sounds exactly like this thing that Anakin supposedly invented. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the queen took the small object. Let's just reiterate one more time. It's, it's it, very small. This thing, small. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. You would, <laughs> Have you seen this thing? So small. Turning it over in her hands, unsure of the various parts and cautious of the needle. Handing it back to Obi-Wan, she drew back her sleeve and offered her arm. She didn't react at all to the pinprick, more interested in the projector that came to life casting a glow over her face as she leaned closer. The image wavered a little, fuzzed out, and came back in again. The reading remained blue. What does it mean? She questioned. Your count is normal, as you said. Obi-Wan was cut off by the machine making a curious choking noise and the image fuzzing again. The static obscured it for only a few seconds before the chart focused once more. This time, a yellow ring was present, bordering the blue section of the reading. Amidala frowned. What is it doing now? I thought so, replied Obi-Wan cryptically. He examined it a moment longer before shutting it off. Yours is above average. I'm Force-sensitive? Amidala said, surprised. Not exactly. It's under the levels needed to be accepted into the Jedi Academy, but... It is abnormally high, nonetheless. It might account for your good intuition and having been having being chosen <laughs> to be groomed for your position. Hmm. Amidala considered this for a moment. Do you think you could teach me to focus it a little more? She asked timidly, a tone Obi-Wan was not used to hearing from the Queen. Let's hear a really timid version Timid. Of that. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear your timid. Hmm. Do you think you could teach me to focus it a little more? I like that. She asked timidly, a tone Obi-Wan was not used to hearing from the Queen. I don't see anything wrong with it. It may serve you well in the future to be a little more receptive to the Force, replied Obi-Wan. She simply smiled, satisfied with his answer. 
Obi-Wan returned the smile, masking the strange feeling he had about it, about Anakin. Something was desperately wrong with his Padawan, something he couldn't battle alone. It and may, I guess this is me, <laughs> yeah. it may serve you well indeed, your highness. I've, do you think <laughs> is still active? Uh, <laughs> there's only one way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we probably shouldn't, I should probably bleep that email address. Actually, he put, yeah. it in this, he put it in this fanfic. Ah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna say this is a her, but she put it in this fanfic. That was that's a guess. I I shouldn't. Uh, they put it in this. Yeah, fanfic. shouldn't project. Uh, so I there's the end of that story. That Anakin stuff at the end came out of nowhere because yeah. we weren't really that talking was about Anakin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was it was a little bit like they're like, oh yeah, maybe he should think something about Anakin with yeah. all this. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> This is kind of a weird one. I I I think had I been a young person on the internet who was interested in shipping in the late 90s, <laughs> I would have been into Obi-Wan and uh Amidala. Yeah. What do they what do they call it? Obi-Dala something Andy, like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um Padwan. <laughs> <laughs> I like bad one. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I support it and I endorse it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was that was all right. That wasn't a bad one. I now I'm <sighs> I'm gonna guess this was written by a younger person. It just kind of yeah seemed like it. Uh, However, I I will say I like the premise. It's a good thing to maybe pick up on. Yeah, it is <laughs> like, kind of is it's kind of weird that Obi Wan in. And Padme never really have much screen time, like, ever in the movies. It's kind of odd, right? It's very odd, especially considering that the plan for Phantom Menace for so long was to have Obi-Wan and Amandala flirt throughout the whole Tatooine section and be potential love interests. Yeah. Uh, I guess they just wanted to back away from that motivation for Anakin altogether. Okay. Also, I want to I want to figure this out here. Uh, so apparently, this was written and published on this website a month after the Phantom Menace came out. Yeah. Huh. So, so I guess they're just assuming that episode 2 and yeah. 3 will take place in the future, which good assumption, they're right. Yeah, wait, that huh. is weird. <laughs> was it updated? I don't know. It doesn't look like it. It says yeah. published. It'll tell you. It'll tell you if it was updated. Huh. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Way past. So somehow they knew that episode two is going to be way past the Phantom Menace. Huh? So now, I guess I'm, that would have been an assumption Gurge, most people maybe made. Maybe Gurge Lucas wrote this one. Was maybe. this Gurge? Maybe Gurge. we'll find out. Gidget. Gidget Lucas. Gurgit Lucas. Gurgit. <laughs> He really regurgitated this story. <laughs> no, that was fun. I don't know if it needs the full review treatment because it seems like we'd be kind of dunking on a small conversation written by a child. I say we, whoever reviewed it. Yeah, we I, we don't review. We do have to give our brief review. Just like brief just review. a rating. Yeah, you know, just a rating. Oh, what are you talking about? Is there some kind of rating scale that we rate things on? Yeah, I. You could say that. Um, I'd love to, but can I? <laughs> you could. Well, you just said I can. If you wanted to, 
See, here's you the thing, to. Jake. Sometimes you read a story and you want to with rate you so it. far. You want to, you're like you finish it and you're like, I wish I had a way to easily describe my feelings on this book. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. about where I'm sitting. Can I tell you where I spend all my time? Please. And this is the is the best website. It's called Metacritic. Yeah. I don't have to think about how I feel about no. a game. I can just you click just, a number and it's you just usually, assign a number. Yeah. It's just yep. It's usually just a zero or ten. Yep. That's it. I think Metacritic don't do not do they do out of one hundred. <laughs> But you only play games that are zero to ten. <laughs> hey, I don't care how good that game is. It's not getting a hundred. It's not getting any more than ten. Uh, so what we've decided to do is we're just going to simplify everything. We're going to go one, two, three. Now you might okay. say that actually seems a little too simple because, Num- and I'm thinking one, number one, the best. <laughs> well, Jake, you're an idiot. Because that's absolutely wrong. What an oh. idiot. <laughs> what a big okay. giant dummy. I just sometimes I make a mistake. Okay. Yeah. It's happened once or twice on this show. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing, Jake. One is for worst, two is for oh. in the middle, and three is for best. Gotcha. Is there a way we can make them rhyme? Like one. One is, is for, for worst. Done. Done. Like I'm done with it. Or does two, worst rhyme with one? Two <laughs> is for few. I kind of liked it. A few. Like there's bit. a few things I liked about it. Yeah. And three is for yee. I love <laughs> it. For yippee okay. or this one's yippee. for me. Uh, okay, so this is taking too long. There's also yes. some nuance because there's pluses Disagree. and minuses. And oh, also yeah, there's right. a Whoa. secret fourth. This yeah, is all yeah. happening way too fast for me. All happening way too fast. I hope I can keep up. Okay, um. So yeah, I guess there's no reviews for this one, but I suppose we should probably refresh it real quick. We don't have to let's read a bunch of reviews, but we'll just see if there's one review. Maybe yeah. Let's see if there's maybe one review. Right. So I want to read this one posted on April fourth by Darumona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Darumona yeah, yeah. came in this and year, said, <laughs> and they said thirty-two. <laughs> Now, what is that out of? I don't know. Yeah, thirty-two good, I mean, out of thirty-two. That's that, probably. They're not using the patented rating system. I can tell you that much. Jasmine, do you see another one you want to read? Um, I, I, um, I like this one. Posted May 29th, two thousand two. And it What's just says very cool. <laughs> very it's cool. Just very cool. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like that and one. And their name is Oracle 2001. Yeah. Wow. Now, Jake, do you see any, any reviews that you would like to read? Well, there's this one by Mara. It says, good story, Gidget, period. That's, yeah, that's and nice. that's the only one. That's a nice I'm one. Close I like my that laptop. one. I'm going to okay. no, please exit. <laughs> please Bye. leave it open because there's Bye. one more. <laughs> Last time, this Car took so long. screeches, runs back <laughs> inside. There is one more, Jake, if you There's want to read it. There's one more, and yeah. you're never going to friggin' guess it, Riley. <laughs> nope, I won't. I never do. It's Gurge. Oh, Gurge. Gurge. He's back. He's back. Gurge is back. And it says, this is Gurge Lucas. It says, this story is pretty goo. I like it, TBH. <laughs> I like caps, both these caps. characters. 
because I made them wit my mind in 1977 <laughs> and 1999, respectively. But it was a good one. Then you, I love it. <laughs> okay, good, good job, Grace. So I guess he didn't write this one, but he did approve of it. So he, yeah, it's got his approval. Yeah, Stamp he, he of likes approval. it. He likes it. <laughs> he likes it. He likes okay. it. All right, Mikey likes it, but Gurge. But Gurge. Okay, so there's a story, a good story. Um, but we're gonna do another one because that didn't take very much time. So the one I found, I asked Jake to name a character, and he said, True. "Jake." No, you said. Then he said, "No, it has to be one from Star Wars." <laughs> yeah, and you, and then you said. Lando. Lando. I was Lando. trying to like, draw the listener in and act like they were really there when we had this conversation over text. I mean, um, we did it perfectly. So we're going to do one today called A Scoundrel's Wisdom. Ooh, Ooh I like the name. By Windy Nat. Windy Nat. Um, Windy Nat. I scanned... After I, I skimmed through this one and realized it was actually really good, I scanned through other stories by Wendy Nat. It turns out they're all really good, and mm. she is a good writer. So Nice. Shout out to Wendy Nat. Um, oh, that's great. This one isn't quite as old, but it is from 2006, so that's fairly old. And if you look Over at the reviews, decade. they've had people commenting up until, like, 2016. Yeah. Yeah, it's... um. Must be a good maybe one. Maybe they'll get some in 2020. It's a, it's a good one. Maybe, maybe maybe they'll get some new reviews today. Who knows? Uh, but this one, the description of this one, uh, after his rescue from the bottom of Cloud City, Luke Skywalker learns there's more to Lando Calrissian than meets the eye. Ooh. Um, so there's pretty much three characters in this one. There's Luke, Leia, and Lando. So, Jake, you want to be Lando? Sure. So, cue the music. Okay, the music happened. Notes, many thanks to Rilla and Buttercup for their excellent beta help. I don't know what that means. I guess it's just like early draft help. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, this fic was written as a response to the live journal SW Het Genathon Communities Challenge. I don't know what that means. Right. 2006 was a different time. Character prompt, Luke Skywalker, story prompt, first meetings. So this is about the first meeting between Luke and Lando, and then it goes a little beyond that. Live um, journal. Live journal. That, that is a, a throwback. This yeah. feels older than the 1999. It story. does. <laughs> <laughs> so, A Scoundrel's Wisdom by Wendy Nat. Wait, if he's a scoundrel, why do you trust him? Oh, Luke, I trust him because he's a scoundrel. All right. <clears throat> Luke lay on the small cot on the Millennium Falcon, almost sobbing in relief when he felt the familiar pull of hyperspeed. Darth Vader's call through the Force had been impossible to escape, impossible to ignore. Now the pounding pain of his severed hand began again, but it was a relief, distracting him from his thoughts, 
from the memory of that mechanized voice. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. Leia's voice cut through the cloud of pain, another welcome distraction. Luke, we've got to get you cleaned up. He blinked when he turned his head in her direction and saw a man that he vaguely recognized. Ah, yes, the man that had pulled him from that pole. Oh, this is Lando Calrissian. He, uh, he helped us. Chewbacca roared and Luke winced. Listen, Chewie, I've explained this already. I did what I had to do. I had no choice. Lando's voice trailed off. Then he shook his head and leaned against the doorframe, warily gazing at the Wookiee. Vader doesn't give options. Chewbacca growled again, but it was less fierce this time. Luke saw Leia place a hand on one furry arm. He's Han's friend, Chewie. He helped us escape, and he's going to help us get Han back. She turned to Lando. Right? Right, of course. Lando said, stepping back even as he smiled smoothly. Chewbacca gave a disgruntled rumble, but Leia's words evidently had some effect. He turned away and headed back to the cockpit. Luke stared as Lando's hand squeezed the doorframe hard, brown eyes raking over him in disbelief. So, you're Luke Skywalker, the one that Vader was looking for. Luke closed his eyes, nodding once. The one that Vader was looking for. The betrayal burned, a pain sharper than the agony from his severed hand. Ben, why didn't you tell me? I guess I should have been the narrator there since I literally had one line (laughs) in that first thing. That's all right. Whatever. His father's call through the forest was gone, but the memory of their confrontation remained. Only hours ago. He lived it again, stood on that platform in the center of Cloud City again, heard the deep, mechanized voice again. I am your father. Luke held his injured arm close to his body, his other arm holding his body close to the platform's pole. He looked down as the wind ripped around him, looked down into the endless sky. It could end. It could. Darth Vader's voice couldn't be escaped, a thread of darkness and temptation winding its way through his mind. Come with me. It is the only way. He looked up, staring at the dark presence in front of him, staring at his father. It couldn't be true, it couldn't. Vader held out his hand. Search your feelings, you know it to be true. Luke let go. He fell, wisps of clouds brushing past him in his descent, the smell of outside and exhaust and char overwhelming his senses. He concentrated on it, on the smell, anything to keep the pain at bay, anything to distract him from what he'd just learned. Vader quote, No! There we go. Um... Agony tore through him, an agony of spirit and not flesh. How? How could it be true? A tube opened, an exhaust tube of some sort, and he slid into it, cool metal guiding his fall. He could fall forever on this planet, from this city of the clouds. Forever. It wasn't such a bad thought. No. He had to know why. He had to know. Reaching out with the Force, he slowed his descent as well as he could, casting about, feeling the pulse of the Force through himself, through the tube, the air, the clouds, the metal grids and poles that hung below the city, weather vanes and sensors. He shot out into the open air and guided himself to one of the horizontal sections of metal. Pain burst through his legs as he hit hard, but it was a pale comparison to his other pain, and so he ignored it, 
gripping a vertical support with his uninjured hand. He sat there, beyond conscious thought and the distraction of smell and sight no longer worked to keep the sickening sense of betrayal at bay. Why had Obi-Wan lied to him about his father? His head swam and he fell backwards, his knees keeping hold of the metal pole as he stared up. No, down, at the clouds. A miasma of color seemed to drift through the clouds, and he envied the filmy wisp of their peaceful existence. No worries of fathers or mentors or betrayal, just floating in the sky, hoping the wind might stir a bit to give some excitement. To fall? It wouldn't be so bad, would it? But no, he couldn't. There was someone left to protect. Someone. Weak, worn, hurt, he cast out with the Force and called to the one last person he trusted utterly, a person who had never betrayed him in any way. Leia! There you go. I did it. You did it! <laughs> Good job! <clears throat> okay. Next Luke, scene. Uh, uh, next scene! Luke opened his eyes. Jake, eventually we will get to do things. (laughs) I'm just enjoying the story. It's a good story, though. Yeah. Yeah. Luke opened his eyes to see Lando still staring at him, as was Leia, though her face registered more concern than curiosity. He opened his mouth, then stopped and laid back, closing his eyes once more. What? Lando began, but Leia quickly cut him off, her voice sharp. Go help Chewie, Lando. He heard the man leave the room and then, without further comment, Leia began to work on his arm, cleaning it as well as she could with the limited medical equipment they had on the Millennium Falcon. She muttered under her breath as she worked, irritation and worry flooding from her. That's the best I can do until we meet with the Alliance ship, one with better equipment than this bucket of bolts. He smiled then and opened his eyes. Thank you. Her brow was furrowed as she stared at his arm. I couldn't do much. Not that. He closed his eyes with a sigh. Thank you for coming back, for hearing me. Thank you for being someone I can trust. He thought to himself. Yeah. Um, After a moment, she put a hand on his shoulder. Rest. We'll rendezvous with an Alliance vessel soon. The next day, they docked with a rebel cruiser that was outfitted with an extensive medical suite. It would have taken them just a couple of hours to reach the cruiser, but they took a roundabout path just to be certain they weren't followed. Luke was anxious that Vader might track him somehow, even parsecs away, but it seemed that they had shaken the pursuit in earnest. While Leia and the others spoke to the Alliance officers on board, Luke was sent to the surgical suit. Surgical suite. Like a damaged bit of machinery sent for repairs. Luke flexed the fingers of his new hand, amazed as each individual joint obeyed his wishes. He'd seen others fitted with the prosthetics during this time of the rebellion, but he'd never known just how seamless the attachment was. He looked up at the medical droid and nodded his thanks. The droid didn't nod back, of course, just continued along its business as it was programmed to do. Master Luke, what luck that we found you when we did. Oh, when I think of what could have happened to you, I'm just beside myself. 3PO's voice was a comfort. Of a sort. Programmed for human interaction above all else, the Golden Droid was not likely to question him about any subjects he wished to avoid. And, even if 3PO did question him, he could be easily put off by a request not to speak of it. Not so his human companions. Leia was concerned about him, and though he tried to keep his expression smooth when in her presence, he knew she could sense something was bothering him. He wasn't ready to talk about what he'd learned out there on the windy platform in the center of Cloud City. He didn't know if he'd ever be ready. 
As for Lando, he didn't trust him. The man was too smooth, too quick for his answers, his smile too broad and bright. Of course, Lando had helped to rescue Chewbacca and Leia, and also Luke himself, dragging him from the bottom of that weather vane and into the shaky comfort of the Millennium Falcon. He hadn't officially met him until some time later, of course, after the space perfu- after the space pursuit that Luke had spent in near Delirium, trying to avoid the call of his father. His father. He curled his new hand into a fist and closed his eyes, and the voice came again. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He had trusted Ben. So I think finally at this part of the story, Jake, you and I will get to... The the narration kind of goes away, but that's okay. We're we're almost there. Should we stop here and talk about this story so far before we get into the Lando-Luke part? I'm loving it. I think it's really good. Yeah, it's written very well. Yeah, this person just seems like a professional writer. I know. That's the thing. When I was reading all of her stuff, she just seems like... Like I wouldn't be surprised if I found out this was like Claudia Gray writing fan <laughs> I was gonna fiction say, in yeah, like 2008 like or, something. or something. Right? Yeah, that's what it feels like. Is someone who actually is a writer. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, it's been a little light on like dialogue and mostly been internal stuff with Luke, but it changes here, uh, so that it gets a, a little more. We get a little more of me and Jake, but it's really good. I was gonna say I I think it's really great because you don't get that internal stuff in the movie or in between Mm-mm. the movies, right. you know, it's, um, there's actually very few moments of reflection on the just insanity of realizing that your father is space Hitler. <laughs> yeah. You know? And um, your mentor lied to you about it. Yeah. And that you were yeah. lied to. So yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. Much like McDonald's. I'm McDonald's. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's continue on. Part three? Part three or something, yeah. Something, I don't know. So why don't you tell me what Darth Vader wants with you? Lando Calrissian asked, his gaze frankly disdainful, though he hid it with a slick smile. The smile widened when Leia walked into the small meeting room and Luke clenched his fist. It was the man's natural reaction to whenever a female walked by, of course, and Luke quickly relaxed. It was obvious that Lando saw Leia as off-limits, for now. Not that Leia would fall for such a scoundrel, of course, but it still made him breathe easier. Whatever it was, he didn't get it. Leia's voice was firm, and the warning in her eyes evident. Lando raised his hands, eyebrows going up in an attempt to appear innocent. He failed miserably. Luke sighed and stood, using his new hand to push himself up. He was still getting used to the prosthetic, and the pressure at both hand and wrist was strange, but not uncomfortable. It's all right, Leia. He, uh, he wanted me. The Emperor wanted me. But why? Well, I did blow up their Death Star, didn't I? Luke forced a cheeky grin, and was relieved when Leia seemed to attempt to accept the explanation. Lando tilted his head. They wanted to make a warning out of you? You're right. That must be it. Leia's brow creased in thought. Maybe not a warning, though. They'd be more likely to torture him in private, hoping to gain some intelligence on the rebellion. I wouldn't talk. Luke frowned when he caught Lando's lifted eyebrow. You can trust me on that. You don't know what these Imperials can do. Yes, I do. Luke looked away for a moment, his thoughts on his uncle and aunt, on Yoda and Ben, 
On Han? I know. Too well. Lando eyed him a moment, then nodded. Alright. I'll just leave you two alone, then. I've got to talk to Chewie about the mission anyway. With a flourish, Lando turned and walked out of the room. Staring after him, Luke shook his head. You want to work with him to get Han back? Are you sure, Leia? Yes, I am. I trust him. Leia smiled softly. He's quite the scoundrel. Yeah, exactly. Wait, if he's a scoundrel, why do you trust him? Oh, Luke. I trust him because he's a scoundrel. Leia's smile grew wistful, sad. Just like Han. That wasn't such a bad comparison. Maybe Lando would prove trustworthy after all. Just like Han. Part four-ish. <laughs> Luke sat down at a table in the small gathering area on the Alliance ship, a glass in his hand. Lando had already taken a seat, one that gave a good vantage point of the room at large, and he nodded at the other man as he settled into the chair. He was more comfortable with Lando now than he had been days before, when they first met on the Millennium Falcon. He was a pleasant companion, in fact, if a bit shallow. Now, rebel mechanics worked on the Millennium Falcon, going over every finger's width of tubing and metal to ensure it was in perfect working order before they all went their separate ways. Luke planned to return to Dagobah to resume his training with Yoda, while Lando, Leia, and Chewbacca worked on the plans to rescue Han. Luke would help also, but he would be more valuable to the effort after he completed his training, and after he replaced his father's lightsaber. His father's lightsaber. He closed his eyes, gripping the drink tightly with his prosthetic hand. It was almost the same as flesh, but he had the feeling at times. But he could hear the whirring of the metal bits as they performed the motions he demanded. Imagination, he knew, but it was there nonetheless. He sighed. Did his father feel the same sensation? Or was he so accustomed to the suit now that it was as natural as breathing? Or not as natural as breathing, he amended, recalling the mechanical sound of the respirator Darth Vader wore. Was anything about the man natural anymore? More machine than man, Obi-Wan had said. Obi-Wan had said a lot. Flexing his fingers, he stared at the prosthetic. He'd almost forgotten Lando's presence, and when the other man had clapped his shoulders lightly, he jumped. I actually really like this line. Oh, you know, while we're in a quick pause here, I like... Um, like the observation that he would have uh, had just like resentment over the lightsaber that he used. Like he mm. would have yeah. felt like, I can't believe I was even using yeah. right. It totally, it changed, like it's a, probably a good thing he lost the saber because it totally would have changed his perspective. Like uh-huh. up until that point, he's yeah. like, this is my father's lightsaber. Yeah. And now yeah. it's like, this weapon. is my, yeah. And I was like, this is my father's weapon. Like, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel even more bummed out that they cut the scene of him building and igniting that lightsaber. Man, that's the best thing to come out of the Thrawn trilogy. Like, that is the... Wait, was that Thrawn? Or was that... Uh, I think that's Shadows of the Empire, That is Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, where he builds it. Yeah, I have, like, the clearest image of my head of that scene. Yeah. Well, they shot it, too. I mean... Yeah, it just sticks in my head all the time. Oh, yeah, it's such a cool Mm -hmm. image. Mm -hmm. Man, oh, man. What a mistake. Fan edit. Release the Snyder cut. <laughs> Release the original George Lucas cut? <laughs> yeah. The Marquand cut? The Marquand cut. <laughs> Mark what? Uh, okay, anyway. Yes. Anyway. 
Easy, Luke. Lando studied him closely, and he shifted in his seat. For a man that needed a drink, you aren't drinking much. Luke shrugged. I've... I've just got a lot on my mind. We all do. That doesn't mean we can't relax and enjoy life. Lando's smile broadened as an attractive woman walked by, and his voice grew even smoother. <laughs> to its fullest, now it does. I guess. Lando winked over at the woman, who had taken a seat near them. She pretended not to see him, but Luke noticed her eyes cutting over to the handsome man when she thought he wasn't looking. He sighed again. A drink with a friend, a lovely lady to wink at. Can't enjoy those, what's the point? Right. Luke summoned a smile. Lando's love of the ladies was much easier to bear now that he was certain Leia wasn't one of his targets. If you can't enjoy that, what's the point? His smile faded and he looked down at his hand, splaying the fingers on the tabletop. Lando's eyes narrowed. Are you ever going to tell me the real reason Vader's so interested in you? Luke sucked in a breath, trying to think of an answer, and after a few moments of silence, Lando raised an eyebrow. Another woman passed their table, more beautiful than the last, but Lando didn't notice. His attention now centered completely on Luke. With a smirk, Lando said, Alright, if you're not going to talk, I'll just make something up. A chuckle escaped Luke's throat, and he shrugged. <laughs> Go on then, make something up. Well, he didn't kill you, and he never wanted to. Even after you escaped the carbonite, he still didn't kill you. Took your hand off, but for him, that's the same as telling someone good morning, so I'm not counting that. Luke's fingers twitched. Then I remembered how Han's blaster just flew across that room. And I remembered something about that horse stuff people talk about. Lando's eyes were keen, and Luke realized he'd underestimated the man. It was a foolish mistake, and he should have known better. Landro... Landro? (laughs) (laughs) Lando was a scoundrel to be sure, but a cunning scoundrel. Not a shallow fool. He had been the leader of a city, able to bring two prisoners out from under Darth Vader's nose, and somehow able to keep Chewbacca from ripping his limbs off after Han was captured. You called Leia, somehow. We were flying off, hidden out of danger, and all of a sudden, she announces we've got to go back. Did call her, didn't we? Luke nodded slowly. I thought so. You used that force thing. There was no point in hiding it. Lando would learn of it soon enough anyway at the rebel base. He nodded again. So that's why he wanted you. Luke took a long swallow of his drink. Uh, yeah, something like that. Lando's eyes were thoughtful and entirely too knowing for Luke's comfort. Something more than that, I take it. He opened his mouth, but nothing came out. With a sigh, he stared at his hand, turning it into the light. It looked real. Nothing was ever as it seemed, not even Lando Calrissian. So, where are you headed anyway? His hand drifted down and he stared at Lando. The other man gave him a quick wink and then smiled innocently. A change of subject. He hadn't expected to be let off the hook so easily, but it seemed Lando was going to let it drop. His face must have held some of the wonder and relief that he felt because Lando leaned towards him. man has secrets, that's fair enough. Just so long as that secret won't get me killed. I doubt it. Keep your secret. Lando took a long drink pausing long enough to nod at another woman over the edge of the glass. So, where are you headed? There's a teacher that I have to go back to. 
I uh, left my training early, and I promised him that I'd come back and complete it. That force stuff? Luke laughed. <laughs> yeah. Why did you leave? To help my friends. Luke rubbed his face, realizing at the last moment that he used his new hand. It was obviously becoming more accustomed to it. I didn't do such a good job. It was a trap. Friends. Lando nodded. No greater reason to do anything. Catching sight of the woman from earlier, who had sat down near them, Lando's smile widened and he raised his glass in silent salute. Aside from impressing a lovely lady. Do you ever change? Why should I? Luke shook his head. Well, I didn't do either one. No help from my friends and no impressed ladies, I'm afraid. He flexed his hand. I guess I should just be happy to get away alive. Sometimes you have to make hard bargains. Lando watched his hand, then looked up at him, his gaze more serious than Luke had ever seen it. Sometimes that bargain comes when you've got two things precious to you, and you've got to decide which is the most precious. Friends or city. Life or a hand. And then you throw the chance cue, and it lands in your fate. Sometimes you lose a city. Or a hand. But not your friends. Lando raised his glass, and Luke mimicked the gesture. We'll get Han back. We will. Their glasses clinked together, and they both drank deep. And the end. Oh, it's so good. Man. It's so good. That was good. No. Genuinely love that story. No, I thought that was so good. I love the, like, very smart, like, character details. Like, establishing that Lando is easily distracted by mm-hmm. the ladies, but then... An even prettier one walks by, and he's like totally yeah. focused on Luke, showing that he is actually yeah. a, he can be a thoughtful. And all the guy characters were written very well; they felt like they're characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that one thing that this is, I guess, personal preference, but there's almost no monologues in Star Wars, like other than the you know, tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yeah. Everybody in Star Wars, they're all people of few words, and the dialogue is very short and fast. Back and forth. And Mm -hmm. back and forth. And I feel like in a lot of the novels, when things start sounding out of character, it's because Han will go on like a long monologue, or even Luke, he'll he'll start talking for a really long time. It's just like, I yeah. think subconsciously you're like, these characters don't talk for a long time. The, the yeah. only time a monologue works in Star Wars is if it has to do with the Force, like if it's a teacher, mm-hmm. yeah, or or that one instance of, which is pretty much having to do with the Force, of, of the Plagueis speech, you know? Like, that's, that's yeah. the only time that you can get away with, like, having Yoda or Qui-Gon or someone like that making a big speech is when they're dealing with these philosophical things of the Force. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, you know, you think of Luke having all this, like, wisdom in uh, Last Jedi, but really, like, it's still really short and simple. Like, he'll yeah. say, I've seen that raw strength once before in Ben Solo. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now. And that's right. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the one time where he starts detailing it, it's still, like, intercut with, like, flashback stuff. So it's just, I think that, what's the author's? Wendy Nat. Wendy Nat really tapped into that. Yeah. And that's sure. something that I want to remind myself of working on our episode nine script. 
Yep. Yeah, the this one um I I just scanned through enough of it to know that it was good. I didn't realize there would be quite so much narration, <laughs> but but I you know did what? not mind. The narration was really good. Was like all good. the inner inner dialogue of of Luke was really good. I um, unironically might go through other Star Wars fan fictions that this person has written and just be like, "Oh, it's it's worth it." Because I I read a few of the other ones. There might be oh, we might nice. cover more of theirs in the future because she she's written a lot of stories right around this word count, which I think is a nice length for us. Um, yeah, I wonder if we could get get in contact with them and get I bet on the we show. I bet we could. Okay, we really love your story. Although, whole, yeah. let's see when their latest, her latest story, 2012. That's not super uh, long ago, so it's possible. It's super long ago. Yeah. Harry Potter we'll fanfic. Let's yeah, go. she's she's written either <laughs> Harry Potter and Star Wars. There's huh. so much crossover. I feel like every person that we've read, if you click on their profile, they've also written a Harry Potter <laughs> <Yes>. fanfic. <laughs> yep. Uh. So, yeah, we might try and get in contact with this person and see if we want to do more with them. Maybe they'd want to come on the show and read with us. They could narrate. Oh, uh, man, but yeah, so I, cool. we'll, we'll have links, obviously, as always, to yeah. these stories. Um, and when you follow the link to this one, just click on her profile and look at all of her other stories because they're all really good. I didn't read the Harry Potter ones, but the Star Wars ones <laughs> are good. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I don't want to even see if there's any dumb reviews on this uh <laughs> on this one yeah honestly i feel like we don't i don't know do we need to Ooh. check reviews i think let's not check reviews yeah, if we I don't want think them on so. the show yeah because i think this one was good and i will read one review from maya win in december 27th 2015 it just says okay. merci merci so merci they, see they also <laughs> kept it short and quick and yep. easy to understand <laughs> merci Oh, Here's one. Rendezvous. I, I really liked that, and I usually hate Lando. Thanks. <laughs> I, I found know one what from her. To say there. I don't know how long this episode has been. How long has it been? It's a long one. Feels but that's long. Right. Oh, yeah. it has been long. Dang it. She's got one that is 850 words, but it has 10, oh, wow. 10 reviews, and they're all like, this is amazing and depressing oh. and devastating. Yes, that one is really good. It's not a great one for us. Because no. It's, but it's it, all, there's no dialogue, but oh. yeah, it's called What I Am, and I would definitely, I'll, you know what, Ooh. I'll put a link to that one yes. too, because that is a really good, even though we're not reading that one, that's also a really good story. Oh man, that's it so cool. You know, depressing. It is. We should good. <laughs> Yeah, you know what would be actually smart of us to do if you want to get more engagement with the podcast, we should try to reach out to some current fanfic writers who do <laughs> hey, a we good should. job. We should, and do that. I don't want to read like romance fanfiction, probably. Yeah, which is or at a least lot of not anything but... like explicitly gross. Yeah, um, if there was something like with romantic tension, I don't want to read. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Ray Slash- going to Pound Town. <laughs> yeah, um, I like keeping it in the PG range. Yeah, we need to keep yeah. it PG for our pod. Yeah, yeah PG for pod. Podcast guest. guidance. Oh. <laughs> Podcast guidance. I like it. Um, uh, yeah, but we'll definitely we're, we'll try and get in contact with this person, with other fanfic writers. If you are a fanfic writer listening to this and you would like us to either do one of your stories or if you want to come on the show and do one of your stories with us, uh, we would yeah. absolutely love it. We would jump at the chance to do that. That'd be so fun. I think it'd be really fun to read one and then talk with the person about like 
what their inspiration was and I would love that. You guys, you guys want to do that with me for Hope's Dawn? Like we can. So yeah. I think we're kind of nearing the end of the uh, show. Well, wait. I want to. I want to. I want to make a. I want to make a clarification real quick. No, we should do Jake, that. Okay. So you're saying yeah. you don't want to read this fan fiction that was posted on August third, that has. Um, I'm positive I saw this. Sab Ezra, Kanera, Rexoka, Vadoka, Vex, Anisoka, and Han Leia romantic fluff and angst, huh? Wait a minute. <laughs> You're wrong. Wait. You're wrong. I actually do want to read that. That sounds... I only cool. caught like three words there. <laughs> okay. Say so, it again. Sab Ezra, Kanera, okay. okay. Rexoka, okay. Vadoka. Is that Vader? Yes. And Ahsoka? Okay. Yes. Rex Anisoka. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Han Leia. <laughs> and Han Leia. Okay. Uh, wow! Well, I, I really, I really, <laughs> on principle, do not like Rexoka because or she Rex. Was I do not Annie like Soka. that either. Yeah, she was. But I mean, you know, he's known her since she was like twelve years old. Just in case, yeah. there's the link. <laughs> <laughs> well, Good. we may talk Thanks. about this on Discord. Speaking yes. of which, join us on Discord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jasmine, <laughs> yes. you narrated. But you also introduced the episode, which means oh, you got to take us out. I did. Thanks Ooh, for quick, listening. Quick, 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 quick. Yes, yes, yes. Do we all agree Secret Four on this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, Secret Fourth, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. one has a Secret Fourth. That good was a job. good one. Yeah. Round of applause. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. This has been Grandma talking delicately curated long-form discussion of the internationally beloved fan fiction theater, brought to you occasionally... Um, by the host once a year yes by the something delicious voices of your host (laughs) 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 Jake (laughs) hey yo Riley oh that's me and me Jasmine see ya bye delicioso merci rendezvous good good one guys Oh, God. It's Riley's face. We actually did talk about this. Jasmine doesn't have a camera, but I can, I can turn oh, on wait, mine. Oh, yeah. It is Riley's face. No, I don't care. I'm just I'm doing this for you guys so your energy goes up. Here, I'm going to do this for Riley so he can see how excited I am in real life. Okay. I'm, I'm going to really bring the energy once we start recording, but boy, boy, am I not having the energy right now. I was going to say, you seemed so energetic on Discord, and I get in here, and it's like a tomb. I know. I know. Quiet as a tomb. Wow. I'm just I guess I my boy Anakin. That, I thought Jake was, like, excited. To, you, know, you know, in my heart of hearts, I'm excited. Here's a fun detail. I, until, like, very recently... Thought that Anakin said quiet as a tune in <laughs> Attack of the Clones. And I just always thought that was so weird and made no sense. And it just never occurred to me that he might be saying something else. He might be saying something that people say all the time. Yeah, I think that 
Well, I had like literally never heard anybody say quiet as a tomb uh, before. I think I was watching it. I think it was like when I was watching it with Christina and I said that. And she's like, he said tomb. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. I was jo- I was making a joke. Wouldn't it be funny, though, if he was? Okay, here's what I was thinking for this one. Uh, one. You can cut this out. Yeah, I went old as possible so i wasn't going to offend any yeah. living people anyone who is alive in 1999 is dead right <laughs> yes <laughs> um, okay so i there's this is basically a conversation between two people so i was thinking maybe don't read too far i see eyes <laughs> moving across the page I, the rating is k plus it's fine listen um, okay i'm yeah. just but after we've the been last burned time before. we've been burned by obi-wan and amidala oh, that's right <laughs> i know i know so we're going to give him another shot here. All right. Um, I was thinking, Riley, you could play Obi-Wan and Jasmine oh. could play Amidala. And I'll okay. just read the what little narration there is. All right. I've never played now, Obi-Wan gotcha. before. <laughs> well, on this one, there aren't any to begin with. Usually there's a button you <laughs> click to see them. Gotcha. I found the button and this time it says, do you, it sent me to an ad. Do you approve of Trump? Yes or no? <laughs> okay, I found it. What are you going to click? Yeah, what'd you click? <laughs> I clicked the X to close the ad. <laughs> okay. Centrist, I understand. <laughs> I'm responding to Botrilaza, by the way. Oh, good. In the direct message. <laughs> oh, no. Sliding into her DMs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised there's no link or anything. You'd think they'd give you a link to the yeah. virus. Make it easier for you. No, I'm saying, okay, it. I'm ready for love bump and just hit me up with some of those pics I keep hearing about, smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are we ready? What if she's like, thank you, nobody ever responds. I've just really been looking for love. <laughs> yeah, it turns out she's legit. That's a real person. I've been working on my English since I last messaged you. Uh, Sorry, right. tangent. That was probably in the bloopers. Yeah, all the Bachelaza talk was in the bloopers. Bachelaza talk in. Uh, okay. Are you, I don't even, is that how you correctly say that word? Rendezvous? People, yeah, rendezvous? people say rendezvous. People say like mm-hmm. rendezvous. 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 I've oh, heard no, people I've say it. That. I've heard people say it. I've, I've, heard heard I've never actually it. asked what the correct pronunciation is. So I've only heard rendezvous. Yeah. I've heard other people say other things, so now I know. Well, I say swing for the fences. Okay. You want to say rendezvous? <laughs> we'll, sw- <laughs> we'll swing for the fences with an alliance vessel soon. Um. 